good evening everyone. You are listening to Barakada Radio on 103.1 FM 5 EVI. You can also stream live. You can listen online at 5evi.com.au and you can also listen to the Fresh Eye podcast or under Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate and you can check the website at www.guerrillapodcast.com.au AU. Good evening everyone, yun sa mga kumakain pa lang o tapos na kumain. So this topic is for thinking of getting married and the cost on doing that. And did you know there's a Filipina doing that in South Australia? So our kababayan that looking to get married on this pandemic right now, maybe it can do Zoom or Skype. <laughs> we don't know, so we can do that. So it's a, it's a new normal. And please welcome our guest for today is a Filipina civil married celebrant name is Geraldine Glico Wong welcome to the show thanks kayo mike good evening to everyone mga kababayan <laughs> <laughs> all right before tell us about yourself my name is Geraldine and some people or close family and friends call me jelly it's up to you how you like to call me and currently on maternity leave at the moment i have a young baby boy who just turned 10 months And also, I'm happily married, which is nearly four years now. All right. So, is this your dream job? How do you how do you start it? A good question, to you, Mike. Well, actually, I never know that celebrate work existed. I've been here for over 11 years now. I migrated here in in Australia with my family, parents ko, chaka sister ko from the Philippines. Back then, I'm still studying in university. I studied in Far Eastern University as a teacher, major in sports recreation management. I was a uh, scholarship sponsored, which is I play badminton as my sport. Mm-hmm. representing Far Eastern University. So I was focusing on doing sports management before. So 2009, we moved here to Australia, so I didn't get to finish my study. And pretty much that's how it started. I get to know people here and start playing badminton. And that's how I get to know my boyfriend previously, now my husband, named Jason. My husband is himself, he's photographer, wedding photographer, basically. So he's been doing that for a while and we became boyfriend and girlfriend back. And then that's how he sort of like one day mentioned saying that, oh, I think you, you're going to be a great celebrant. So I'm like, what celebrant? I don't have any idea what it is um, previously. So he encouraged and motivated me to look into it. So what I've done is I went study studied celebrancy. I find it very interesting. I focus on studying it, finish um, study celebrancy, and then I applied for my registration as a celebrant. From then on, it has been my best interest. And now, thinking about it, it's a perfect job for me. So you're saying before you do like a celebrant, so you, you have to have a qualification. It's not like, oh, okay, it for me and that's it so you have to study yes so know. you have to study you have to pass all the assessments face-to-face distant learning online and then after that once you've passed all through that you have to apply for a registration through government once you've passed all those i believe now it's getting stricter I'm just so lucky that I managed to pass through all those assessment and registrations. Yeah, and this is where I am now. So I would say living the dream. <laughs> <laughs> so if you are, if someone want to become 
um, marriage celebrants? How long it takes to study? It totally depends. For me back then, around 2012, I finished it like a year because I was studying as well like certificate, other certificates before. So it depends how you actually do it. If you're focused and doing it full time, then probably can finish it by six months. But I guess nowadays they do have a lot of rules and you have to study longer, I believe, like with the hours as well. So I am not quite sure what the rules now. How many Filipinos just like you doing that or just only you in South Australia? I'm pretty surprised that I never heard any other Filipina like me. So I am very privileged every time I met couples, either one is Filipina and other nationality. And yeah, I'm very happy that at the moment I'm only one here in South Australia. I'm not sure with other interstate, but yes. So you're saying aside from finishing the qualification, you need to register as well to get a license. On getting the license, do you need to take an exam again? So after, of course, passing the registration, every year you have to do an ongoing professional development. All celebrants abide to take those for you to be able to keep your registration as celebrant. And of course, every year there's different rules that has been changed or that will be changed. So you have to update your knowledge on how you can actually help your client. Mm, That's interesting. So some people say, um, I think this is the job I want. How much is cost to, as far as you know, so a lot of Filipino, Filipina now listening on 5 EBI FM and also on my podcast, Fresh Eyes. If they're interested, how much will cost you? Do you have any idea? Good question, Mike. Every celebrant do charge differently. I guess that's exactly the same thinking about it like if you're buying different products or going for different services. So it's exactly the same in getting married. So for for me, I take great pride and also hold my experience as a celebrant and how I help my clients. On my side, I would say averagely, celebrant costs 800 onwards. That's only for, is that for ceremony only or say from your experience, what type of couple search for your service as a celebrant? Well, most of my work, I get it from word of mouth. So which means perhaps my previous bride, a couples, or it could be a friend of mine that recommended me. They actually like my personality to start with because the most important for me is as a celebrant is having that good communication with my client. And I treat my couples or my clients as friend. I know that this is a job, but a job in, in a way that, you know, I put my heart into and this is the passion that I, I shared with my clients. We, we shared love. We shared those special moments of their lives. And that's how I get to know my clients. So pretty much whatever we created is something really special leading towards their wedding day and especially helping them or assisting them them have their best ceremony or dream wedding is really something that they will treasure. So I'm very passionate with, with what I do. What makes a good marriage celebrant? Again, it varies. A good marriage celebrant not only focuses on only one experience of meeting clients because every client are different. You have to get to know them. You have to have that connection with them for them to open up with you, for you to 
know what they need and what they want to have that special celebration of their marriage. And I guess that's the most important thing. All right. So how many meetings are needed before the wedding? So do you have a couple of meetings first before this is what I want, this is what I yeah. want to do? I guess every couple are different as well, but it ranges for my previous couple like three to four times. And that's more like the initial consultation, which is non-obligation chat that will lead to the wedding rehearsal that includes on the wedding day. At the background, of course, we communicate once they decided to go ahead and yes, they celebrate, we communicate through either email, video call or text message or any social media that's available. Mm, okay. So how many weddings have you performed now? I, I lost count already. Well, so I've done over 250 weddings. Oh, that's but, yeah. a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I started back in 2014 and I guess that's oh, six years now looking back that's a lot of waiting for six years <laughs> <laughs> on your work are you also assisting like writing vows for the couple yeah pretty much not only meeting up the couple not only performing the ceremony on the wedding day i do assist my couple writing their personal vows as well so I provide them lots of suggestions on how they can make special and memorable vows. Couples are different as well. Some bride or some groom, they choose to have personal vows. Some, they just want literally a straightforward ceremony with only minimum legal wordings. But totally understand it. And that's how I get to know my couple. I want to know what they really want to take away on their wedding day. Either they would like to include their families, their friends, or they just want to focus on their commitment or their relationship. So I help them in any way I can, basically. Oh, you're just like a wedding planner. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, I would say so. Because I was thinking if you are a marriage celebrant, you just go on that day and then do the celebration or the ceremony. So there's a lot of happening at the background aside from yes, that. Yes, mm. yes. I, I think this is my mentality before as well. When I have heard about celebrant, I was like, oh, it's just 15 minutes of work on the wedding day, which is not. We do a lot of assisting with our couples at the background, performing their actual ceremony on the day in front of their family and guests, it's just a bonus work. And it's a bonus celebration, I would say. The most special for me is actually helping them throughout and to that wedding day because that's how we create that bond for us to get to know each other. And all those, you know, late night chat or messages or emails that we send back and forth. That's how we get to know each other as well. So whatever the how we perform or whatever that we say on the, the wedding day, it's more like our team effort. Me as a celebrant, I am the tool that they use to have a dream wedding. So on on your part of your service, do you do like ceremony rehearsal or like yes before the wedding? So yes. So that's uh, I guess. It depends on the couple as well. Some couples, they choose not to have, especially for those straightforward ones. I would say 95% of my couple, I do encourage them 
to have rehearsal. No matter how simple your wedding can be, I always encourage them to have a rehearsal because, you know, I'm not sure for some, but before I got married, which is I experienced this before, I've done many weddings before, but on the day of my wedding day, before I walked down here, I was like, why I am so nervous, you know? But it's a different feeling. Having a rehearsal makes, I help them calm themselves and for me to let them know what they need to expect. Little things that will help them pretty much enjoy on the wedding day because little things can happen on the day without you really knowing what it is. But this is in a way for them to have fun, release all those tensions before the wedding day. And if they do have like a bridal party, I suggest them to invite them. The more, the merrier. Some bridal party, they do make suggestions as well closer to the wedding day, which tends to help out the couple as well, which is we're quite open with that one because we want the best for the bride or the groom or the couple. Many of my clients always get back to me that they say, thank goodness we had that rehearsal because I am more enjoying the time with my partner and the rest of the family and friends on the wedding day.
because you've been a wedding celebrant for almost for more than six years now. Yes. Is there any any good story that you can tell us? Oh, weddings are good stories. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but I would say I'm so flattered to actually be in every ceremony celebration of my couple because they do have different feel. Sometimes there is the atmosphere is very happy, mixed emotions. Sometimes they get emotional as well. And sometimes it gets a little bit hard having to stand with all those family and friends and to hold that emotion of myself being carried away on the actual emotions happening on the wedding day, especially between the couple. Because especially that, you know, I got to know them really well. We get that bonding connection. But it's just, I don't know, it's hard to explain, but that's the closest I could explain to you guys. Is there any mandatory paperwork that is required before this yeah. happening? So I help my couple pretty much when you go to a civil celebrant, not only preparing all the documentations, I do help my couples as well complete them, make sure all the paperwork are completed correctly. And especially you have to satisfy as well that they do specific documentations as proof of their identity, because this is a legal marriage. And then of course, leading towards the wedding day, As a celebrant, we make sure, double-check everything and then post them to the government to register the couple's marriage into the government system. Okay, because tonight it's a Barcada Radio, so some of the listeners is between, say, 18 to go up. On your celebrant, is there any age that's mostly you encounter getting married? Is that young people or old I would say... What's the bracket? I have had probably 1920s, mid-20s. Okay. Yeah. Mm, okay. And different nationalities, actually. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So it's between 20s and mid-20s. Okay. Mm. And also I have done as well around 50s as well. So it's more on different age bracket that you are... Yeah. Different age bracket, for sure. How hard is your experience with them, like different age bracket? Like there's a 20s, mid-20s, 50s. Yeah. How, how you cope the different aspect of because of their age as well? Is that hard or is the same? It's not hard. I guess it will come to what my personality is because I tend to mix well with different people. That's just who I am. And I guess that's how my couples see what they see in me. So they felt comfortable. They appreciate who I am, frankly. And pretty much, I don't hide myself. Whatever you see me in our first initial consultation, that's how I am. I am lucky as well in a way that all my couples are really nice. <laughs> So no, no, was that no bridezilla yet? Uh, look, I wouldn't categorize it as bridezilla or groomzilla because everyone would know this. For those that have gone through like marriage, a wedding, a wedding can be so stressful and it can be so daunting 
with all those planning. And I would understand all the stress that they were dealing with, not only with the planning, it includes their lifestyle as well, you know, their daily life, their work. And that's why I would say I do have quite good understanding and patience as well. I guess this is my passion and what I like to do is to help and assist my couple the best way possible I can. Fantastic. So to our listener and our audience as well, a civil wedding celebrant is not just like on the wedding day. So they have a lot of they a lot of happening background. Yes. All right. So my last question for you before we end our show for tonight. What is your advice to everyone who is thinking of be like you? Well, I would say for those that are looking to become a marriage celebrant, I would say anyone could become a marriage celebrant as long as you have passion and you have heart in it. Because studying is just one thing, but putting a lot of effort, putting all your work, your heart into what you do is something that you have to keep in mind, I guess. And that makes your work even go smoothly and it will work for you. All right. Thank you so much for that information. So there's a lot of information. Hopefully our Barakata will learn something from you, your experience as a married celebrant. Thank you so much for your time, for us that you take a little bit time. I know there's a lot of happening right now. Everyone is at home, stay at home. So it's still on <laughs> sometimes the same isolation because of the pandemic. So much appreciated for being a guest to Parcada Radio and also on my Fresh Eyes podcast. So just remember to our listener, you are listening to Barcada Radio, 103.1 FM, 5EBI. And you can also listen online at 5EBI.com.au as well on the Fresh Eye podcast that you can listen at www.guerrillapodcast.com.au. Thank you so much and have a good evening. It's Friday. Thank you.
sabik na ako makasama siya. Gusto ko humalik sa labi at mga pisngi niya. Pwede bang ibalik pa pag-ibig naming dalawa? Wala lang talaga dahil Yeah. 